0: ReachMD XM157 now presents a special programming series focus on cancer.
1: Collaboration is a theme that pops up regularly in discussions about how to improve our healthcare system. The Pennsylvania Cancer Control Consortium, an example of just one collaborative healthcare effort, has created a statewide blueprint for all sectors of Pennsylvania, public, academic, private, and volunteer to work together to meet the growing challenge of cancer control. Welcome to a special segment on cancer medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell. Joining me today is Dr. Ron Myers, professor of medicine in the Department of Medical Oncology at the Kimmel Cancer Center at Thomas Jefferson University. He's also the chair of the board of directors of the Pennsylvania Cancer Control Consortium. Dr. Myers, thanks for coming on the show.
0: Thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Well, it's a mouthful, the Pennsylvania Cancer Control Consortium. Can you tell me a little bit about it, how it was formed, who belongs, and and what you guys really do?
0: Yes. Well, first, it may be a little easier. We refer to ourselves as PAC-3. Much easier. And this organization was developed, founded in 2000-2001 as part of a process, which was a national process, in fact, of developing comprehensive cancer consortiums and cancer control efforts across the country. And currently, there are consortiums like PAC-3, in, in many respects like PAC-3, there are comprehensive cancer control consortiums or consortia in every state of the union across the United States. The intent of the federal government in supporting this effort was to try to bring together individuals and organizations both in the private sector, the public sector, and the not-for-profit sector, in order to address the problem or reduce the burden of cancer through cancer control efforts that would be coordinated within states.
1: Who's funding you?
0: Well, funding for this effort initially came from, I'll speak just to Pennsylvania, because there are differences in other states. Funding for the Pennsylvania Cancer Control Consortium effort came from the CDC and from the Pennsylvania Department of Health as initial seed money, so to speak, in order to get the comprehensive cancer control effort off the ground.
1: It would seem that an insurance company, you know, if they were thinking clearly and not always about money, would be interested in getting other patients screened so they could avoid the costly effects of treating them for cancer. But I think most of them know that someone's going to jump to another insurance plan, so they don't want to invest in it.
0: Well, I would agree that there is a disincentive on the part of insurers to have a consistent effort relative to cancer control because of the migration of subscribers from one organization to another so that the insurer may not realize the benefits long-term of cancer control. So that is a disincentive, but I think different insurers handled that problem differently.
1: Off the topic, do you think that your consortium would do better with a single payer?
0: From the point of view of the consortium and its work, I think we have the job of coordinating and implementing the cancer control plan for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And there are a variety of aspects of that, some of which would be assisted or furthered by a comprehensive insurance approach. For example, we did a study in Pennsylvania of colon cancer and colon cancer screening, and we know that in Pennsylvania we spend in excess of a billion dollars per year to treat a largely preventable disease, colorectal cancer. We also know that there are important and effective methods to increase colon cancer screening use. And we also know that if we can increase colon cancer use, we can increase the proportion of persons who may have adenomas, colorectal adenomas, remove those adenomas, and avoid the cost of the colon cancer treatment.
1: What's the cost of screening all those people versus the billion dollars to pay for the cancer once they get it?
0: Well, we're actually working on that question. We know that the cost of implementing colorectal cancer screening is, in aggregate, less than the cost of treating the cases. We're working on those numbers. We don't have those numbers worked out in detail yet. But we do know that by increasing colorectal cancer screening, let's just say from 50% in the population to 70% in the population, we can cut mortality from the disease in half. And doing the the back-of-the-envelope math we may be able to realize, if not a a halving of the cost of treating the cases, we could make a substantial change in the cost of treating colorectal cancer in the state.
1: If you've just joined us, you're listening to a special segment on cancer medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell, and joining me today is Dr. Ron Myers. Dr. Myers is the chair of the board of directors of the Pennsylvania Cancer Control Consortium. And we're talking about how Pennsylvania has gone about creating a blueprint, really, to meet the growing need of cancer control. Dr. Myers, tell me a little bit about the blueprint. Did you come up with it? Was it a group decision?
0: Well, that's a great question. The effort to develop the blueprint, the Pennsylvania Cancer Control Plan, emerged from interactions that took place, meetings, discussions, and work groups that were formed in early 2000. Organizations that came together throughout the state, the American Cancer Society, Comprehensive Cancer Centers, Community Cancer Centers, nonprofit organizations, individuals from all reaches of the state, and organizations, the Department of Health, of course, and community hospitals, folks from advocacy groups, came together and worked over a sustained period of time in order to identify Issues that could be addressed by cancer control that started with prevention and healthy lifestyles included approaches that could be taken to increase screening and early detection and the follow-up of abnormal findings, increase the dissemination of -of state-of-the-art treatment, and address issues that relate to survivorship and end-of-life. It was a comprehensive plan that spans the continuum of care in terms of cancer care.
1: Are there any competitions out there between states You know that Pennsylvania is winning?
0: Well, I think there are no competitions between states per se. I think the question becomes, to what extent does a given state invest in cancer control? And different states invest different levels of financial and in-kind resources to promote and facilitate the work of cancer control consortia.
1: So you can come up with a brilliant plan and show that it works and present it to another state and they'll say, no, thanks.
0: Well, I think each state has its, as you can imagine, has its set of priorities. Mm -hmm. I think what we are doing in Pennsylvania and what we have done in Pennsylvania is to develop in a collaborative fashion, a very good and comprehensive plan. And we have identified uh, sources of support for implementing various aspects of that plan, Some of those dollars have come from the state of Pennsylvania, some have come from the CDC, some have come from other sources. The Pennsylvania Cancer Control Consortium now is also exploring how we may be able to generate substantial additional revenues from organizations that will join PAC-3 to address particular initiatives. So we're looking at the development of an integrated plan that allows us to generate resources from a variety of sources in order to support the plan.
1: Tell me a little bit more about the Pennsylvania Clinical Trials Network that you're piloting.
0: Well, the Pennsylvania Clinical Trials Network is intended to identify those clinical trials across the state at different institutions that have been developed and are available to the citizens of Pennsylvania. And the notion or the idea is that if we do a good job of making the resources that are available, the clinical trials that are available, the points of access to those clinical trials, information about those trials, and facilitate access to the information that people can use and providers can use in order to access the trials in Pennsylvania, we would have a more effective approach to making it possible for people to take advantage of those opportunities.
1: And if someone's listening and wants to emulate what you've done in Pennsylvania, do you have a website that has all the information you've done and all the blueprints?
0: Yes, the website that one can go to in order to access information about the Pennsylvania Cancer Consortium or PAC3 is www.pac3pac3.org.org.
1: I'm always curious. I like to kind of personalize things. I'm wondering why colon cancer for you? What made you so passionate about that topic?
0: Well, I can start, which I suppose many people these days in the States can start with a family history of colorectal cancer as a starting point. That provided, I suppose, lighted the fire or initiated the passion for the topic for me. However, I had a unique opportunity early in my career to embark on a um, career in cancer prevention and control. And I felt that it was important to address an issue that was a major cancer burden, but also had the prospect of allowing me to address population behavior, which is another one of my passions, population health behavior. And if my vision early in my career, which when I started this work colon cancer screening had not yet been shown through randomized trials to reduce mortality. But it looked very promising to me at that point in time, so I decided to make a commitment to addressing issues related to colorectal cancer screening in primary care. And along the way, a number of things happened. One is the randomized trials were concluded that showed that colorectal cancer screening can dramatically reduce both incidence and mortality from colorectal cancer. And we also learned another interesting aspect of colorectal cancer screening, and that is the follow-up of folks who have abnormal findings, which in our research a number of years ago, and others have replicated this research, shows that many patients who have an abnormal colorectal cancer screening finding are not followed up properly. So we embarked on an effort to address that issue as well and found that we can both increase colon cancer screening through relatively simple methods, and we can also increase the proportion of patients who are followed up properly. When you put those two things together, I believe that it is entirely within our grasp, within reality, to dramatically reduce the cancer burden from colorectal cancer by increasing screening and by improving the quality of follow-up of folks who have abnormal results. And as a result of that, we can save a lot of lives and also save the financial costs that are associated with colorectal cancer.
1: And on that note, I would like to thank our guest, Ron Myers, for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. I'm Dr. Larry Kaskill, and you've been listening to a special segment on cancer medicine. To comment or to listen to our full library of podcasts, please visit us at reachmd.com. And if you register with promo code RADIO, you'll receive six months free of streaming ReachMD that you can listen to on your computer at work or at home. Thanks for listening. Listen all month as ReachMD XM 157, the channel
0: for medical professionals, as we feature a special series, Focus on Cancer.